Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Fucking piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everybody. So goddamn loud. I know. Uh, comes naturally. Do a couple things. Help us out. Follow us on Twitter. Twitter handle is... At Comes Natural Pod. Facebook, <laughs> iTunes, LinkedIn. Do we have a LinkedIn page? I don't think we have a LinkedIn. I mean, oh. we. I mean, individually, we, we have yeah, LinkedIn one. pages. Not one, but we have each one. You guys share yeah. a LinkedIn page? Do you invite me? No. It's getting awkward. I guess start us off proper, <laughs> Cody. Someone's got to. Comes naturally, we are. Joe. Mike. I am Cody. Welcome to the show, Uri Buddy. Welcome back, everybody. I know it doesn't seem like it, but we haven't recorded in a while. Actually, two we weeks have. ago. We have. Recorded. We've recorded. I meant we, the group oh, of we, oh, haven't two recorded people in are still a while. Group. Um, still technically is a group. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know. mm. Anyways, today's episode is all Captain America stuff. We're back. Okay, so on today's episode, we're going to do two things. First, we're going to go over our top three superhero movies. Of all time. Of all time. Then, we're going to go over what we speculate to happen in Captain America Civil War. So by the time time you're hearing this... Would have been out. Would have been out. You might not have seen it, because some people don't go until Sundays. Some people don't go the first weekend, which is weird to me. Which is dumb. I'm going to spoil all it for you. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to give you a week, and then we're going to ruin it for everybody. Everybody going to get ruined. Everybody. Mm-hmm. So, Michael. Yep. Would you like Joe to start with the top three yep. list? Joe, are what's we, your number are, three? Number we'll three? We'll go three, 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 two, 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 one, one, one. The Shadow. Oh, I love it. Right? Mm. I know a lot of people don't like it. Fuck I know them. it's kind of a campy-ish type. Are you cheating off his list? He's cheating off my list. I know Your it's shadows like, listed in the middle. That's because it was in the order that I was thinking at the time. He does that. Well, I had to come up with it on the spot. I mean, it's only I three, like, so I guess you could. I was like, uh, uh, that one movie, and then the other movie, and then the I other like movie. how you just told everybody we don't put any prep work into the show. It was on the spot, so I had to some of us come don't. up. Some of us have exams that they have to study for. Right, sure, and, and play the division, and play the division, and get myself ganked by fucking. Douchebags. Douchebags. <laughs> I don't know if ganked would have been the proper word to use because it sounded like yanked, but I, I, wanna, I want you to work that into more conversations. You yeah, so ganked. I was walking oh, the dark so ganked, ganked the other day. <laughs> uh, Would it be fair that I said that I got into some sort of fight? No. That I, didn't I'm, that didn't involve like, you know, clicking ganking? and, and uh, oh. West Side Story fucking Oh, that's good little yeah, I'll give it to you. Yep, worked it in, in the butt. Um, uh, yeah. So uh, the shadow, uh, it, to me, it was just a really fantastic, awesome movie all around. I love the character, the shadow. When they they re released the or not, they started the new run on uh, the shadow comic a, a while ago. Dynamite, right? Yeah. Dynamite did it. Uh, it was it was a really good comic. Uh, just an interesting, uh, sort of Batman esque character. And a really good call back to the what? what uh, when was he originally created? The nineteen forties, something like that. Yeah, way back, back in the, the radio days, the pulp series mm. stuff. And it's just a really good, really good movie. I like it. Cody, yo, numero tres. 
Spider-Man 2, the same Rami run, not the mm. Amazing Spider-Man. That's why you really? said Spider-Man 2, yeah. not Some the people Amazing Spider-Man 2. Some people like, oh, it's called Amazing Spider-Man 2, fat idiot. No, Spider-Man 2, the same Rami one. Um, that's what they call me, apparently, uh, in my head. Um, but, uh, yeah, that movie's um, fucking amazing. Like, really. <laughs> Poor choice of words. Now people are going to be like, which one is he talking about again? <laughs> What? Because I said fucking amazing and amazing Spider-Man too. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. He's because it's the joke. Um. Yeah. Because all around, like, I mean, for a long time, it was like the highest grossing for a reason because it was fucking awesome. Is that better? Mm. No, amazing that time. Yeah. Uh, it was just like the Doc Ock was amazingly done on screen because he's kind of a goofy character in the most. And they got part. a good actor to play. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean. Oh, yeah. Alfred Molina. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah like, come on, follow up your role in Indiana Jones with Spider-Man Two. Come on now. It's funny because uh, at the time, wasn't he's doing more classical uh, like theater like stuff? Theater yeah. stuff, and, and shit, then like, suddenly he's Doc Ock in Spider Man. Yeah, super and you're like, weird. Um, okay, I guess this could work, but then he has that correct look to him. Yeah, he looks so good. And it's funny because he shit. doesn't look like Doc Ock would normally like you normally see him in the comics. Like, but like the way they made him, like, oh no, that's that's yeah. Doc Ock. Yeah. Goggles mm-hmm. are super dope. The tentacles are fucking badass. They had my favorite scene of that movie is when they're doing the uh, the surgery thing, like trying to yeah. remove it, and the yeah. arms are and like then slowly, like moving. slowly, and they do that old, like uh, kind of Hitchcocky, like zoom in on yep. on the claws as it jumps up, and it just felt like a nice like homage to all the old old time scary movies, and then just they wreaked havoc right after that, just throwing people around yeah. the room yeah. and lifting his 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 slumped off bodies, like because he's not really awake because he's all drugged out, and they just walk out. And, like, the the scene I always think of to, like, show off how badass they made him was the bank scene when he robs the bank. Because he comes just walking in on on the tentacles and he's, like, just rips money bags, like, just rips the door right off the fucking hinges. You're like, yeah, Doc Ock fucking shit up. Mm. So that's weird. As as good as I always think of part two, I immediately start thinking of part three and it's like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes when the, when the guys who have the money start digging their hands in it. Yeah, I think Sam Raimi has a a big part in that, too, though. Because no. he wanted to to have all these characters. No, he did not. Oh, he talked about it on The Nerdist. He thought it would be exciting to have all these all these characters in. Yeah, then he couldn't. Then they forced him to do what they want him to do, and he's like, well, can't do what I want mm. him to do. Because he didn't like Venom. He didn't like the symbiote. No. So he didn't want to do that, but that was where they, they forced yeah. him to do it. Because fans like Venom. It became a shitty movie. Instead of just making it a Venom movie. Yeah. Which they easily could have done. Yeah. But. They made him. They forced him into doing what he wanted. They wanted him. He's like, well, I guess I have to. I'm under for contract. three, yeah, he wanted just think, the Sandman, right? No, he wanted Sandman, Green Goblin, Mysterio, and one other one. Yeah. But... And, but it, was see, all about, like, and it was all about Peter. That, that's funny. It, it sounds like, like it's starting to become a Sinister Six that's movie. where he wanted to go movie yeah hmm. weird but that that wouldn't have been good either though no too much like, well if go. he if it was something that he would have enjoyed doing it might have been actually something pretty yeah, good could have been I don't know we'll anyways never know. that's my number three as much as um, who's number I kind of hate I don't hate those movies I like those movies but every time I watch it I can't get over how much I dislike three uh, no the actor who played Spider-Man Tobey Maguire? Yeah, I don't like Tobey Maguire at all. I thought that he played it pretty well. He did okay. Up until the third one. But it's like, oh, emo fucking yeah. Peter Parker was that the worst. made no sense whatsoever. With fucking jazzy snap hands. Yeah. Is that is that the studio's fault too? No, that's that's Sam Raimi yeah. trying to fuck with somebody. He's <laughs> oh, just like, You won't let it. me do it. <laughs> Here you go. Here goes Spider-Man you walking down the fucking, street. This is what emo people Spider-Man do, right? Man emo stuff. <laughs> If he had, if he had his way, he would have West Side Story the shit out of it too. He would have little dance fight scenes. Yep. Oh yeah, knife dance fight. Um, Yeah, but I never, I never really enjoyed. He did, like I said, he did okay, but I don't. Maybe it's just a personal dislike of uh, Toby McGuire. But I feel like. Well, the question would be: Do you like him in anything else that he's done? Mm. To be honest, I can't think of any other movies that he's really done, but. Done, I mean, he's done other ones. I'm just literally, I, I, I can't think. At of At loss, Sea Biscuit, isn't that not the horse? He was the guy who rode the horse. <laughs> That'd be awful. <laughs> His he was in, he was in like, that hey. uh, DiCaprio version of uh, 
Gatsby. Yeah, didn't see it. That was a newer, ver- new one, newer yeah. one, not new one, but uh, it's the newest Gatsby. I guess I really don't like anything he's in. Mm. Yeah, he's never like I've never been like oh Tobey Maguire movie. Let's go see that. You know what I mean? I've never done that. Yeah, but he's also never been like. There's not a thing that he does. Like if you say Liam Neeson, I'm like oh it's gonna be an action movie. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, he doesn't it. have that. Yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't have, have that, that thing. whole thing that yeah. you, know, you go after. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, Spider-Man Two is mine because it was awesome. Michael, what is your number, number three? three? Number three. Number um, three. Looking. Yeah, there's nothing he's done that I liked. He did one episode of Walker Texas Ranger. That's Mike's that's like close, I love right? That. No, not really. Nope. Um, my number three is gonna be Iron Man three. Ooh. Iron Man Trace. Yeah. For the Spanish listeners. Which is a lot of people's least favorite Marvel movie. Not um, three. Not for me. No. That's no. a lot of people. Yeah. By far, like if it. you ask people what's the worst, they'll point up Iron Man 3. Hmm. There's like, not enough Iron Man in it. Yeah, but it was a character story. It, 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 was, it was fun. It was kiss, kiss, kiss those bang, people. bang with superheroes, yeah. and I fucking loved that so much. So Yeah. That was um, their. That was the first time they they did something different, before doing something different. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it was the first time they took a super movie and said something slightly different. Like the formula was changed, but not like, hey, we're gonna make this a, you know, slasher comedy. I think. Movie. I it's think like, it was it was um, Robert Downey Jr.'s best acting, obviously, because a lot of what he does in the Iron Man, obviously, is just you know close up shot of his face and, and a black black yeah. background with yeah. Flashy lights in front of his face. Um, but this one, like, they didn't really. There's a lot of action, but there's a lot of action of him without the suit. Dude, like the, a ton of it without the suit. The interaction with the kid that he has. Is yeah, the hilarious. kid's fantastic. It's it's not like that typical fucking you know kid adult relationship where mm-hmm. there's like a weird attachment and like obviously there's a fondness between the two of them, but they're they're busting each other's balls the whole time. So it's. <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> Sounds awful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, talk about bad things I say. Jeez. Uh, Phrasing. Yeah. But yeah, it's that one. Hmm. Fair enough. Mike, or Michael's number three. <laughs> so Joe, number two. Uh, Iron Man, actually. Uh, it was just a really good retelling of his origin story, you know, updating it because updating, the original yeah, one updating, happened yeah. uh, when Vietnam and he was, was going around. Yeah, and it crippled there. Uh, but yeah, no, just from beginning to end, it was one of the most fantastic, uh, superhero movies that has ever been done, I would say. And a really good, I know it wasn't the first movie in Marvel's, uh, Pantheon, Pantheon of, of, it was their uh, first... of this, of this Marvel universe, because technically wasn't it, uh, the Incredible, the Incredible Hulk, yeah. Hulk, but I would consider uh, there, that I mean, this Iron Man was, was their was their first. Would this would be the yeah. the starting point? This well, was... Iron Man came before Incredible Hulk, yeah, because Tony was in it. But the original plan was uh, Incredible Hulk was was first, and then mm. they had a bunch of issues, yeah, because they're trying to distance themselves from that fucking piece of shit they made before. One. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Iron Man was their first, like out the gate movie, and it was mm. actually supposed to be the third because Ant Man was supposed to be one of the first ones. Yeah. And they're like, no one's gonna watch an Ant Man movie, <laughs> right? Oops, oops. Yeah, talking raccoon. What? No one would have watched it at first, though. Oh no, not back then, though. No, no. You needed all. The, you needed all of what happened beforehand for people yeah. to even give that a shot. Yeah, mainly because no one who knows who the fuck Ant Man is. Right. They're like, uh, is he part ant and yeah. part, part man? man? Yeah. Not that. Yeah, it's weird. So, um, eh, I get that. Yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man definitely set the pace for what was expected from mm-hmm. superhero movies. It was like that no holds barred rock and roll type thing where it's like and then like two emphasized that even more. Yeah. Uh to me three did it even more so like with that whole like the last the the third act of that whole fucking of that movie just like was the was what you expected to them to end Iron Man's story with. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it's just like fuck it, bring them all in, you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. let's and when he's, balls when the he's wall. like jumping and then goes into suit one to suit, suit. Yeah, dude. and it gets yeah. blown up, and he falls into. Oh, it's so and like badass. one suit catches him, and he flies up, and then ejects himself out of that one, and that one goes and you know fights something yeah. else. Yeah, it's fan- it's fantastic. But you wouldn't have. I mean, obviously, you can't have the third one without the first one. But you wouldn't have that attitude and that 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 bravado that they built without the first one because mm-hmm. they did such good job building that character. 
And of course, they got the perfect actor to play. Oh, they did. And, and I'm get. I'm in our opinion, he's by far the best person they could have even ever got. He's in talks to to continue doing it as well. Yeah, he's always in talks to do it. Now he's actually he's saying he wants to do it. Yeah, I like, think he should. But feigning. Well, I guess I could do a fourth one then. If you know, one, you really like it, Robert. One. You know. Come on, you're getting Robert paid a Spain shit ton of money. Uh, Plus, anything else he does really isn't that great. Because the judge, not good. Was that one he did uh, with uh, Fat Jesus? Oh, uh, it's the dude. one where they... they well, he's the, rushing they, to... Yeah, due date. Due date, yeah, where his wife's Ooh, the preggers. Yeah, no, that was a good one. It was uh, just like like those, like he has those ones, you know. Uh, I'd like to see him team up with, with uh, Shane Black again for something fun. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Because Val Kilmer is probably not Kiss, 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 anything. bang, bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone was alive. We made fun of it, but everyone's alive. Yeah. I don't think he could do a sequel, though, because that movie... That's the best movie that nobody ever talks about. It's true. You know what Except I mean? Like, yeah, well, we talk about it because we're... Have you even seen it? Yeah. I've seen it a long time ago, yeah. Okay. Because it's, it's one of my favorite movies of all time, hence why uh, Iron Man 3 is one of my top three comic book movies of all time. Superhero Be- movies. Superhero movies, yeah. That, uh, that made my list because, I don't know, there's something about uh, Shane Black as a director. Like, he lets the... Um, you know the the dialogue and everything, just like it's just well done, and it's always unique and it's always funny. Like there's no matter what's going on, there's a twist of of humor into it. Even so, when he does the science stuff, yeah. So it's good stuff. My favorite part of uh, as we were talking Iron Man, my favorite part of of Iron Man three though, when you talk about like Robert Downey Jr.'s like attitude and. And his personality showing through. I think the best one quick little scene where you get to do it is him and Rhodey before he gets the suits back when they're trying to save the president. And there's bad guys coming. And Robert Downey Jr. just looks over the 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 thing that they're hiding behind real quick, looks, comes back, and Rhodey's like, what you see? He's like, I don't know. It's too fast. I didn't see anything. <laughs> <laughs> and then Rhodey jumps up, does it, but about the same time, okay, there's three on the left and four on the right or whatever. And I was yeah. like... That's that's it's, fantastic. Like you can't. It's classically like, what you would have yeah. thought. Or like even we watched the trailer for uh, Captain America: Civil War today, and it was expanded that fight scene between him and Winter Soldier. And uh, you see when he when he takes the top of the gun off, he has that smile like, "Oh, yeah. I did it!" Yeah. <laughs> and then and he, he gets his ass kicked with the fucking barrel. Yeah, he's like bitching, and he gets fucking punched in the chest. And yeah, that's ballsy of down. of Stark though to go in with basically just the cool partial glove. The glove. Yeah, <laughs> like wasn't even like it all. It, it wasn't a like full that. power. Yeah, yeah or anything. The shock and he, wave he and goes the in fist flare. to fist against Winter Soldier, who's. Who's going to out, outmatch him? <laughs> yeah, way way overmatched for a super man soldier suit. with a metal arm. Yeah, a metal arm. That's awesome, dude. <laughs> uh, so that's my number two. Yeah, number two. My number two, Captain America: Winter Soldier. Good strong mm, choice. Yes, because goddamn, the best spy movie ever. Oh, by for the way, sure. too. Just I mean, overall, it's I mean, it could it hits it's a really bunch weird of to say things. that. But it's like it hits one of the best comic book movies ever made, one of the best action thrillers ever made, one of the best spy movies ever made. Like it's fantastic the way I mean, just obviously like gets you really excited. Like Cap One was fun, but like it was a different type of movie than the war what, movie. Yeah, then Winter Soldier it was a period war movie. So mm-hmm. Winter Soldier just like stepped it up so far. Like it's just like. Hey, remember that like movie you guys love where they all fight each other and it's cool, right? And then they became a team, blah, blah, blah. Fuck that. Look at this thing. And it's like, <laughs> it's it's all different. It's it, They team up still. You know, he's Cap's got his many Avengers and then they're going after Bucky and Bucky's like, no, nah, I don't remember you. Fuck you. And then like, he's a badass and he's mm-hmm. just, he's got his own little team of mercenaries and they're like, this dude is ready to rock. Like the set pieces were just oh, absolutely God, so gorgeous. Ama- amazing. The the fighting from uh from hover carrier to hover carrier. Yeah, like it was fucking absolutely awesome there. The whole the whole like Nick Fury road chase scene ends mm-hmm. in fucking Fury getting blowed up. Yep. My my favorite thing about that movie is the two Chris Evans is great. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's fantastic. But I think that was already kind of established like going into it. Yeah, and Fantastic Four. <laughs> uh, gross. And um <laughs> But uh, Scarlett Johansson and uh, Samuel L. Jackson really 
getting a chance to actually act and perform a little bit in this one for really the first time. Mm -hmm. Like everything else has just been quick stuff. Like it felt like that was the first movie where the director like shot a take with, with uh, Sam Jackson and was like, okay, that was good. Try it another way, you know? Cause there's, there's more depth and layers to his character in this one. Right. Which is obviously written in story wise, but it's performed a lot more seriously, I think. And then, um, and then Scarlett Johansson is amazing in it. Like, after watching that, you're like, okay, when do we get a Black Widow movie? Because she apparently needs... never. Yeah, which is a mistake. It's yeah, it's a shame because there's so much. Or that... give her a Netflix show, like make that the tie-in between the two of them or something. But I just God, don't think it. that she would stick around she's, long enough. She's for, she's for... in she's in the prime. Like she's like literally in the prime of making movies. Like, yeah, she's starting to like headline stuff that's not garbage. It yeah, but I mean, I, I'm saying Ghost in the Shell could be complete fucking garbage, but she's getting those. But she's not going to take a chance, TV yeah. series role where it's going to take a huge chunk of a year yeah, to do. Yeah. Nah, something like that would. It, uh, it, I mean, it'll take time, but I think that's a. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. A good investment, though, for her into prolonging that, that prop. Because... Oh, I mean, we all think that... I mean, I, mean, I would I love to see... I don't know how actors and actors I would love to see all of these actors, you know, continue to just keep move, making these uh, movies up until they, they no longer fit the role, Physically you know? Physically can't. Anymore. Yeah, exactly. But we all just know that at some point... I mean, look at Robert Downey Jr. almost, you know, didn't want to do Iron Man anymore because he was tired of doing Iron Man, you know? When you're only doing that property for so long, you can get... Tired and of it shoes up a lot of time and shoes up yeah. a lot of time like, you you and then not even the like time. filming time too like the you're the, traveling to different countries the promotion you're, for you're promoting it, it. yeah but but, but, but this, i would love to see a single movie of hers at least something that maybe explores her backstory a bit you know just something that is more on the end of the of her version of the spy stuff yeah She's because yeah, like I said, she's amazing in that movie. Yeah, because you have and that. really like gives it again those those two you know Sam Jackson and Scarlett Johansson gets they get layers to to their character that they haven't gotten before and mm-hmm. that one hopefully they get again at some point which I feel like they will probably not this movie because <laughs> I feel like there's too much going on. In uh, Civil War, yeah. But um, Civil War is less of a uh, building characters movie versus this is a, this expanding is a the movie. yeah it's like yeah, expanding is, the the universe in a way. This like, is the more and more or shortening it up a little bit too, or tightening yeah, up a little I think bit. It's like, more expanding it really. Yeah, the more and more I I see commercials for this thing is uh, as the more and more I think like this should have been the Avengers two. Oh, for sure. This I mean, is this just, is Russo Brothers mean, literally going Joss Whedon. I mean, it's just missing do, Thor, son. That's it. It's and really Hulk. and well in Hulk, yeah. So you put those two characters into it. A Hulk, the Green Hulk, right? Sorry, right. I'll wink, go wink, over nudge, that. nudge. That was a really obvious bad wink that you can't hear. It was for us. Yeah, that's I just why, wanted that's to. Why I said wink, 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 hey, nudge, nudge, audio. Nudge. If I wanted them to hear the wink, I'm going wink, wink, wink. See if wink into the mic, they can hear it. He's got a really loud wink. His it wink makes so the sound weird. Sounds like wink. It's fucking weird. Is that where they got it from? Hmm. He is a fat wizard. Go ahead. <laughs> he is a fat wizard. But that's what, no, that's all I'm saying. Is like the more and more I see of it, the more and more I'm like, well, this should have been Avengers too. Like this is what you know. Where why why did the you know cool Ultron was cool, but like this drives a different story more. It also and looks almost like a better story. It's funny to say because like as the two of you know, and some people who obviously listen to this know, my number one gripe is the fact they kill a brand new character in Age of Ultron. 
And I'm like, oh, yeah. And I know they're not going to kill anybody new in Civil War, but I know they're going to kill some buddies Somebody in Civil War. Like, at least, there's at least two deaths we can guess. Like, not who. And well, one of we can guess who, because if they don't do that ending, it seems to not really be Civil War as much. I mean, it would because they're, you know, the team's fighting against each other. But there's got to be another death in there somewhere that literally bring, like, does it. I just don't know. It's got to be the the titular character. It has to be. Well, no, no, like not to not not to bring them all together, but to bring that force on each other. Like something, someone oh, has you're to die. About, like, in a way. The beginning yeah. of it. You're talking yeah. about okay. Yep, to, that well, makes that you know. The, I always thought that it would be the the more because Civil War was more about him, Tony and and uh, Captain America not getting along with the fact that the government wanted to uh, register, register all yeah. all people with superheroes. In, in in the comic book, it was all people with powers because of the X-Men in there. Now, were they still going with Miracles? Miracles is what they called, yeah. Yeah, yeah they're still going with Miracles. I'm a little questionable on it just because they didn't really mention it that much in, in the Avengers, too. They, they made it more of a joke of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't think that it necessarily has to go with the death. It just really has to go with a hard line. I don't think a character. I'm saying some there is death that causes the, the, bre- the, the breach to happen like reason. But yeah, the whole thing is... In this version of it, versus a uh, a guy named Nitro blowing up uh, next to a school full of kids. Yeah, those. Yeah, like uh, there's going to be ancillary character yep. death that will will drive home the yep. fact that you know one side says we have to all be registered, and the other side says, well, no, that violates privacy and stuff like that. Well, the other thing too is it's um, Cap's point in this. I think is the fact that he doesn't want to be a government weapon. Yeah, but that because that drives what, yeah. that drives into the section that drives of like the, the split in the group. Yeah, because Tony says we need boundaries, mm-hmm. and Cap's like it's not boundaries that I'm worried about. It's the fact that we're being we're the tip of the arrow. Yeah, and they're they're going to use us to then fight their wars the way they want us to. And if we don't do it, we can't do it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He wants he wants that's what hit. I I'm th- I think I don't know yet. We haven't seen it. Uh, we have. It's fantastic. Um. But uh, that's I mean that's the way I think it works out differently than in the in the comic because in the comic they want the registration so they you know the government pays for any issues blah 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 which is the same thing but he doesn't like that fact that he's being direct like he'll be directed to you can't fight these guys you have to fight these guys yeah so All but right. yeah All right. um yeah Captain America Winter Soldier my number two word Michael what's yours my number two is the Incredibles very nice yeah very nice. Mm. Yeah. yeah, so excited about it. Good thing it was number two on your list. Yep. No, the um, because <laughs> I I rewatched it again recently, <clears throat> and it it just it's so well written and directed. Um, and they do. I don't know if the fact that it's animated gives it extra. Like everyone's on the same page, obviously. You know what I mean? Like because it's mainly the director's vision at mm-hmm. that point. And it kind of helps because, like, I think the character development in it and the the story arc and like the like there's a mess like an actual message too that's that's multiple, but it's it's there. The action is fantastic for an animated feature. Like, it's kind of right where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's unique enough because it's not like like obviously all the characters are somebody you can link up to like a Marvel or a DC character, right? But every Marvel and DC character can link up to the other Almost, side yeah. at some point, you know, too. So it's, it's got your classic, uh, you know, your, your favorite superheroes are in it, whether you're, it's them or not, like your yeah, favorite superheroes in it. Iceman um, or, yeah, or the flash or, or, you know, uh, plastic man or exactly. <laughs> uh, elastic girl. I was going to say Mr. Fantastic, Mr. Fantastic but no, yeah, plastic yeah. man, plastic man would be it. Cause she was sarcastic. Fucking weirdo. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, and like, my favorite part of it is the, uh, obviously the humor is fantastic because it's, it's being made primarily for kids. A shell um, of a kids movie, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of a Trojan horse, though. Like, oh, it's for like, sure. all, oh, yeah, oh, a lot of those. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like, in, in the vein of like, so like Inside Out is not a kids movie. You know what I mean? Far, like, far, no. like, it, that one's for adults that's been through life yeah. a little bit and you know to kind of help put things in perspective it's just kind of really colorful weird. characters that kids will go oh it's funny yeah mm-hmm. but it is i mean it still appeals really well to kids and i think kids who get the luxury of watching that as a kid 
will get to look back on it in 10 years and be like, holy shit, this movie's really important to me. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. same thing with The Incredibles. I feel like kids who are lucky enough to watch it as a kid can watch it and enjoy it because it's funny and it's fast-paced and it's got a lot of cool action in it. They can go back in 10, 15 years when they're an adult and be like, holy shit, this movie is still amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still fantastic. Um, and then just my favorite, I think one of the things, too, is like uh, certain parts... To me, anyway, like my favorite movies always have like certain parts to it that stand out that are subtle but fantastic, like real subtle but super fantastic parts. And there's two parts in The Incredibles that always sticks with me as as they're just perfectly done. Uh, The first one is when the kid is running away on the island and he runs off the land onto the water and he's running on water and he looks down and he realizes what he's doing and he just laughs and then takes off faster. <laughs> Fantastic. Like, cause you, it's, it's perfect. Cause it's telling you so much that like, holy shit, this kid's much better than even he thought he was, you mm-hmm. know, and he didn't know he could do that. And he just realized it. And also he's still a kid and he's still super amused by the fact that he could do cool shit. Yeah. Um, and then the other part is, uh, when at the very end, when the bad guy says, um, everyone will be super and when everyone's super nobody's super and you're like like that villain i i feel like because you always want your villain to have sympathy and i feel like that villain had the most sympathy in any superhero movie i've ever watched yeah so he started out as he wanted to be a sidekick and yeah, it just he didn't have the powers or anything, so he was put off to the side. And it's also, not became, very good at what he was doing anyway. Yeah, but he yeah. slowly became the evil. But genius. that was like the comedy. Yeah, you know, oh, this goofball. But when you watch it, you know, and you realize like this dude just wanted to be accepted by his hero, basically, mm-hmm. and he ends up like if it wasn't for the family, he would have beaten him. Yeah, you know, like that's the other key to it too, and just the line that is when everybody's super, then nobody's super, like his kind of ideal is not to have anybody ever feel the way he felt again, which mm. is kind of good, but he's just going he just about it out. in the wrong way. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a, it's an amazing movie. This thing that sticks with me most about that movie is the, the early storyline where you don't really see in a lot of superhero movies, what they do after the fact. After if they're not superheroes. Yeah. If they're not superheroes, because in this movie, they, uh, there, there were no more villains. No, not really. Not yeah, not really. But no, they were the, also... the whole premise was they. Uh, it was kind of like the Civil War thing where they wanted them to they wanted them to register as superheroes, and if they didn't, they couldn't be superheroes anymore. Yeah. So there were still villains and, and superheroes, but they had they were they were government registered, and and he didn't want to do that, so he they just wouldn't let him. So they had to move him because every time he tried to be a superhero, they'd cause tons of damage and they had to pay for it. Yeah, but it was just hilarious to see him in his day-to-day life. He hated what he was doing, but he would also like you know not realize still how powerful he was, and then go pull the door off of a off yeah. of his car, and then he fits into that little tiny thing. It's just fucking hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I kind of got the vibe too, like like that's what uh, pro athletes go through when right. when they're not able to be a pro athlete anymore to like real world. Like, could you imagine like? Whoever your favorite, you know, football player ever is, like somebody, a giant like Jerome Bettis was like Super Bowl hero, playoff hero, you know, future Hall of Fame running back, just this giant dude. Like, what does he do in normal yeah. life after get, that? You know what I mean? Like the thought of just like, well, I got to go get groceries today. And yeah. Then walk, goes like, down what do you the... what do you do when you're when you get that adrenaline rush of having, you know, 70,000 people cheer for you or or on the opposite end? silencing 70,000 people mm-hmm. and having that kind of power, you know, to, to affect that many people with, with what you do. And then just have it no, taken away, no, have it go nothing. away just mm-hmm. usually because of father time and you're just kind of done eventually. And then yeah. you never really get that again. Like that's got to suck a little bit, you know? Right. Cause then a crazy ex fan will come and trick you into coming and playing at a death league. <laughs> Sorry. Was that space jam? That you're talking. No, essentially, <laughs> Incredibles. Joseph, What's your number one. My number one. What's your number one. The Dark Knight. Okay. Does anything have to be explained? Like everybody's agreed, right? That's uh, the best superhero movie ever. 
not what I picked. That's not oh. what I picked. Either. Then both of you are stupid. Uh, because that movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Uh, you liked Captain America so much you said it was the most perfect comic book movie ever. I would say that The Dark Knight was because of... I, I said Captain America was the second best superhero movie, but you are correct what I said. Captain America Winter Soldier is the best comic book movie ever made. Yes, I did say that. Oh, snap. Ooh. No, I would say The Dark Knight because the way it just it captures the characters within the real world, like you know, and uh, Heath Ledger is the second best Joker ever. No, he's the best. Mm, Joker. He's the best Joker ever. But you're uh, are you, you saying Mark, Mark Hamill? Hamill? I'm cur- okay. counting Mark well, Hamill. No, I for they're different Jokers. But they if are. I had, if I if you said, hey, what's your favorite? I would go Heath Ledger because mm-hmm. that Joker's fucking terrifying. Well, the, and the the only problem with doing that is Mark Hamill has different Jokers too, so it's hard to. I'm just talking about you know Jokers I mean? as a whole. Like you include the the Romero, Ooh. you include the Nicholson, you include the Hamill. I will still say Heath Ledger's my favorite Joker. Okay, I'm, I'm but I'm with you. Yeah, Hamill. Hamill's fantastic. Hamill's I think, fantastic. I think but, after this new one comes out, uh, the Killing Joke comes out i think people more people are gonna lean towards mark hamill too mm-hmm. but no like he's he, he I don't know, it's kind of like 1a 1b at yeah. that point like they're different jokers i mean if i were to say like but i like that if you want to split if it. you want to split it into like a movie versus well other... not even that's not even that like that like if, to me that his joker is more terrifying than than mark hamill's mark hamill's is menacing and well, Mark and obviously is something like Killing Joke is, is more knowing what versus, Killing Joke is. He's yeah. gonna give him more of an edge that he's yeah. never been able to play. He's with gonna, before, yeah, he's gonna be know? able to like voice the penultimate one. So yes, if that comes out and they do it as well as the book is, that'll definitely tip scales because that fucking Joker's terrifying too. Like mm-hmm. that dude, spoiler, gut shots fucking Barbara Gordon, mm-hmm. and then presumably strips her down. Maybe, maybe not rapes her. We'll see what happens. You know, never been really said. And then flaunts it. In front of her father's face, mm-hmm. literally mentally and physically torturing that fucking guy. Like, not only did I cripple your daughter, maybe kill her. We don't know yet in this story, in this concert, that story. But then I show you degrading naked pictures of your daughter while you're strapped in your whitey tighties in a fucking roller coaster, being poked by these little crazy people. Have fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that's that's so fucked think, up. Yeah, I think we could revisit this exact conversation after we watch that. Yeah, and see if. Because, like I said, Mark Hamill hasn't been able to play with any type of edge yet to any of his characters and still has made him fairly menacing, you yeah. know? Oh, yeah, don't get me wrong. Without, He's definitely there. While having to do it basically for kids. So, but I like think that's... The, 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 the Heath Ledgers or, or, Chris, or uh, um, Nolan. Christopher Nolan's Joker, so played by Heath Ledger, He's ju- he's so that terrifying because he does not give shits. Right. And Mark Hamill's Joker, Tim or Bruce Tim's Joker, he's really saying the Timbers. He has that line where he's. It seems like he does like. There's a line he dances around, but Heath Ledger's is like. Well, yeah, there's no line. That's a difference between a cartoon and yeah. what you can put into the movies. Obviously, yeah, so I'm saying, you can't. So, you, know, you can't put the cartoon version of the Joker just sitting there capping people randomly. But that's pretty much what they did know. in Nolan's Joker, and that's what made him uh, so terrifying. Is that he could literally do anything that he wanted at any given time. I mean, he he had all that fucking money. What did he do with it? He literally burned it. Yeah. You know. Cuz he doesn't care. Yeah. And uh for me it was the ultimate light versus dark for sure of any comic book movie ever because the Well, but I mean like in in any other comic book movie or any other superhero movie, the ultimate villain always has some sort of goal. Yeah. And that's my well. The Joker didn't in this movie. He yes, did. he said. Yes, he said his 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 stuff was to create chaos. But I mean, like, there's no, no his one goal. Is there to was get no Batman to kill. But there was no like monetary thing. Yeah, there's no, no, no. There was that's no nothing terrifying. like. Yeah, and that yeah he well yeah at the end he wanted him to break break his one rule which was yeah. to kill somebody. Uh, but I would still say just in in evil plots sort of way you know he wasn't trying to take over the world he wasn't trying to become a new mob boss he wasn't trying to do any of this shit. He was literally just a crazy person killing people because he enjoyed it. Because he enjoyed it, and it was just the fucked up ways that he could 
come up with uh, in killing people. I mean, hell, the the fucking cell phone in the in the uh, guy, uh, the henchman, and it's uh, yeah. fucking terrifying. With the bomb, right? But it was just, it, and it's just the little performances in, in it. Heath Ledger did an amazing job, especially just shutting up the critics, saying that oh, he can't do the Joker, you know. Yeah. Which is hope is what happens with Jared Leto's. And uh, yeah, well, yeah. Why but, do people? I don't know. But I also have to say that uh, uh, Aaron Eckert did an amazing job also as Harvey Dent. Yeah. Oh, slash yeah. Two Face. I mean, when he you, loses his mind, he's yeah, ugh, so good. It, it's the it's only what a two hour movie ish, but you it you only get Two Face for like what last forty five minutes? Yeah, but no, you not even that, I don't think. But uh, you slow, but you can see his his going from a super good guy and his slow degradation into something that he absolutely despises but really even it, but even in when but even well, in that what i really wish he was in the third one too i wish both of them in the third one but maybe well, that's because you know one of them, well technically the one that was dead wasn't dead but the one that was dead wasn't yeah. dead ew you just you just you, <laughs> you, you just uh yeah it's you just, just afflacked me did i afflacked yeah. you um, it pays so, to get hurt, but it doesn't hurt to get missed work or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, that that's my most perfect movie. It's a movie I can watch over and over again. And, and the way it ends, I don't know about you guys, but I always get that like, you know, the when the when Gary Oldman's doing the uh, the monologue over over uh, Bruce Wayne over, running, or or Batman, Batman running, running away. away, you know, explaining how Batman has to exist. It's it's. Gives you like the goosebumps. It's like, oh, that's so awesome. Not just how he exists, but why he has to do what he has to do. Yeah, and how people have to hate him, and how we have, you know, how the Gotham PD has to. Yeah. He needs to, to save Harvey Dent's legacy, reputation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, it's, and it would have been. I mean, I've, we've said this before. It would have been amazing to see what would have happened differently had if Heath certain Ledger, people yeah. not I died think in real life. I still maintain that had Heath Ledger been available to do the third or. Saying available seems weird. Had been alive and with Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Able to do the third. I think that whole movie would have been way different. Oh yeah. Oh, like no, I, for you know sure. I mean, I don't. I don't think there's a, a bane. I think it's it's more of a continuation of two mm-hmm. than anything else. I think there, his original plan had bane. That, well, I don't. I don't think. But it still would. It would have been focused on on. And it may bane not have included way. Talia al Ghul type of thing is I don't that. yeah I think and I, man like I said there's somewhere out there basically what I want to do is I want to kidnap Christopher Nolan and just have him and tell I want to waterboard him and tells me tells me what happened because he never him, he might just tell us I don't think we have to waterboard him at that point I meant extreme. kidnap it's a little extreme he like, said waterboarding no, no I didn't. he said it out of my mouth this oh, is okay. my voice no that's yeah, he tricked no. me he, he, he said say this word out loud and then he caught me right as I was finishing my statement, <laughs> so I said waterboard him. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. No. Maybe we don't need a waterboard. I, I think the script's got to be written somewhere, right? Like so he's on his gotta... computer. Oh, yeah. Ugh. How much money would you pay for that if they released it? Uh, I don't think there's enough money for me to do that because he's no, like, so they... adamant on never having that come to light. Like he's so. No, no, I'm just saying, like, like if he ever was like, hey, enough time has passed. I would sell both of you into whatever kind of sex slave I'd have to to get. But realistically, that money. if that book came out wide release. Just you know, a regular book, mm-hmm. just his script. Hundreds of dollars. Yeah, dude. Like, Ooh, that'd be awesome. We printed, it, we printed a thousand of these. Oh, they would get too expensive for me though. Yeah, that would. Point. Yeah, super limited edition. Yeah, but like, had it been wide released, you know, everyone's available easily. Like, it's not sold out anywhere. It's still worth a hundred bucks. Oh, easy, easy, easy yeah. buy. You know what I mean? Just to. God damn it! That's that's gonna be one of the things that bugs me forever. Is just what was his, what, what you know, could how have been. how good of a jump from one to two on his deathbed. He goes, Inception was the third movie. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce has just been dreaming it this whole time. Yep, Leonardo DiCaprio is his his yeah. version of himself in his dream. 
But uh, really, the team is his version of himself in the dreams. So, like those are different parts of him. You got the muscle with Tom Hardy, which is weird because he's Bane. You got the little girl who's the scared little genius behind the architecture. You have Robin, who is you know running around there being like the mass, the man of all. Who trades. is also in? Yep. All inside of a snow globe in the imagination of an oh, autistic kid, kid in the middle of who was in the, who was in the middle of a dream by whatever his name was. Which one? You have to finish that portion of it. Uh, fuck! What is his name? I don't know. Cody, what's your number one? Yeah, I can't think of it right now. You talking about the guy from Dallas? Yeah, because it was all another. It was a dream JR, sequence. Not Jr. Um. Yeah, see, I can't remember. Yeah, the guy that was in Step by Step. Um, yeah, exactly, yeah. Not the wife beater, the other no, one. No, yeah. Nah. Uh, my number one, not like my Kobe. top. <laughs> yeah, not Cody. <Kobe. laughs> oh, um, the fictional one, not the yeah, real one that's yeah. on this show. Uh, my number one top uh, superhero movie is The Incredibles. Wow. All right. It is uh, mainly because the whole, I mean, obviously, they're all superheroes. Well, not all superheroes, obviously. Syndrome is not a superhero, uh, but it's it's like the it to me it's the penultimate superhero because you have like all the different facets of it. But it does like Mike said, it shows you what would happen to Superman if he wasn't allowed to be super. If they say, "Hey, no more being Superman, you can't do it anymore." What is he gonna do? Like it's taken away from him. It's not the fact that he got too old to play football. It's like in the middle of his like his prime. They're like, "Yo." You can't play football anymore. You're too good. These people are getting hurt because of you. You stop. And if you don't stop, you're going to owe us money. And then we're going to tell everyone who you are in real life. And you can't be your normal person. But I do like what Mike said. Is it got that, it's got the lessons you learn. But it's all around a fun movie. But it's also super dope just to like see the battles. Like like Mike was saying, like yeah, it's animated. It has this, like, this kind of weird kind of... Uh, aesthetic to it in a way like yeah it's animated but like they really went beyond what you expect out of an animated movie not that i mean obviously animated movies you can do anything the fuck you want because it's animated and your the limitations are what your mind can think up but it's just like that fun like in a way parodying superhero movies but like in a like an homage way as well because you have everything from every element you have a superman you have uh, an Iceman, you have fant- you know parts of the Fantastic Four and and that, and then you have like a, um, one of my favorite things about Robert Kirkman's uh, Invincible is you have the guy who makes their super suits, so you have that like thrown in there too. Like, just how do these like where would someone get a super suit? Oh, it's made by this crazy lady lady who thinks up stuff that you should be able to do. You know what I mean? Um, so it's just it's just all around fun, but it's just like super awesome to watch because you have. You know, this family who just wants to be superheroes and they're super awesome at it once they kind of let go. But I do like Mike's the thing about like the two things that stick out. Mine are the two parts where they become, they join as a family at the end and they fight with Frozone together too. Like they fight him, like the big crazy attack ball thing. Then also on the island, not just Dash learning he can run over water, but all of them kind of exploring what they could do. And knowing that, like, Mr. Incredible and Mrs. Incredible, Elastigirl, they know what they can do. And then watching the kids figure it out on their own. And, of course, the third thing would be going home to see Syndrome trying to kidnap uh, Jack-Jack. Jack. And then mm. he's fucking changing all the powers. And he's like, what the is? Oh, my. And then, yeah, he's, like, turning a little metal monster. And then, like, Turned you into, know, a, like, a goblin a, thing. Yeah, yeah goblin blues fire. Like... And then, like, he turns into this metal creature that makes him way down. And, like, it's just hilarious to me. Because they did such a good job of like mixing all these different things, like the like really all of it's it was very Marvel, bending, but really. like yeah, genre bending because you have that like spy portion of it when he's brought to the island for the first time, all suave and it's like 007 ish, and then he's like allowed to use his powers like as much like go for it, like do what you need to one you know, of, use your powers to the full. I'm calling it now that one of the movies I'm gonna be most excited for of all time is going to be in about 30, 40 years when they decide to remake that live action. For sure. You know what I mean? Because it's going to happen. It might not even take that long. It it sounds weird to me. 30 years? Think about fucking Jungle Book 20 years ago saying you're going to make a a good 
good live action one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. live action one, really. Yeah. You know what, speaking of speaking of that, not before we skip to go to Mike's number one, but oh, speaking we can of Jungle real Book, quick, mine was uh, was uh, Dark Knight. No, Winter Soldier. Oh, was it? Oh, yeah. cool. So, so we already talked about it, but so in um, speaking in of you too. Uh, no, why though? But okay, real, real quick, just because I did say it, Winter Soldier. We said I I love um, Incredibles because genre bending. That's one of the biggest things that stick out to me with Winter Soldier is it's. It's again. It's a comic book movie. It's a superhero movie. It's a spy movie. It's just a regular action thriller. It's got amazing performances, top to bottom. I mean, we didn't even talk about uh, Robert Redford. Like you know we said I mean? it on him before, How like fucking ten years ago, if you told me Robert Redford was going to be in a comic movie. Like, you well, told me that Robert Redford's mm-hmm. last line in a movie was Hell Hydra ten years ago. I'd have said you're fucking out of your mind. There's no way you're gonna get fucking. Homeboy, Goddamn natural, the, the to natural fucking... to to say one of the nerdiest fucking things in comic book history, but uh, but that's why I love it, and it's I think it's perfectly uh, uh, written. Um, I I do think the Incredibles has the edge in terms of of like just the story and the emotional you know appeal to it, and like the lessons and, and whatnot. But I think everything else. Uh, Civil War is just as good as The Incredibles, just a notch up. Like the action and it being live action, I think gave me a gave me the nod that it was able to do what it did, and look amazing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like like how big it is. It doesn't. It's it's huge. You know, like the scale of it is epic. But it also feels. Very but it small. feels like you're just watching. You know, two or three characters the whole time, but they're placed in this giant backdrop where there's so much shit is going on, but nothing, no detail gets lost, really. So. And it also sends ripples through what they've already built as a huge cinematic universe, too. Yeah, and it's as, as much as as much as much um, Iron Man was kind of the the starting point for everything Marvel from for all time, this, I kind of felt like, was was an ending in a way... And branched off a whole new line of areas that you could go, and it was just kind of like, uh, obviously not a starting point, but kind of like the the point where it resets and says, okay, well, this starts is to what kick we're capable it. now. It starts like, to kind of kick well, into the more like gritty. overarching story that they're they're going. Yeah, it's into. also because you got to remember that was the beginning of phase two, just like yeah, Civil exactly. War is the beginning of phase three. So like it's it's the Iron Man of the team up movies for sure because it is yes, it's putting it's changing forever what the way we look at Captain America cuz really if you look back even before Captain America 1 came out Captain America was kind of a jokish kind of character cuz like I mean like the way horrible he looks. movies yeah the horrible <laughs> movies the, the the bad interpretations of it um you calling the 19 what was it 1980 1990 1990 they're, version yeah, they're garbage and the TV show and the TV mm. show is god awful so that garbage. that looked like hot garbage yeah um but like you look at it and you're like it Captain America Winter Soldier did f- did for comic book movies what Iron Man did for Marvel comic book movies it just set a new standard and ever since then other than the few hiccups that that Avengers Age of Ultron had in it still made you think like oh you know what it makes you rethink what you thought a comic book movie could be and a superhero movie could be because it did throw a lot of it on its head because of that genre bending aspect it's a spy movie it's an espionage movie it's a it's a uh, you know a, a superhero movie. It's a uh, military you know uh, movie. It's a conspiracy movie. It's a you it's, know it's all these it's things. A movie. It's I mean it also kind of deals with PTSD too. Like like Cap doesn't know, you know he's he's out of his he's, own. He's out yeah, of his own he's out time. of his his own time. He's trying to find out where he fits in. He's trying to find out if he he likes what he's doing. Or if he's just doing it out of pure necessity, you know what I mean? Like, there's a lot of things he's dealing with that, you know, you know that he's being tugged in a million different ways uh, mentally. And it, it just adds, again, another layer to it that that makes it interesting. And lets my, my favorite movies now are movies that let actors act. You know what I mean? Like, let let the talent do their thing and, and flex their muscles a little bit and see what they could do. And in this one, just like... Iron Man three, where Robert Downey Jr. got to do his thing and you know be charming but vulnerable, and then you know an action hero and 
and but badass you know what i mean all at the same in the same movie chris evans gets to try to figure out his love life he tries to figure out what he has in this world that he could attach to you know trying to deal with the loss i mean the scene where he's talking to Peggy to oh it's fucking heartbreaking like it's it's one of the most emotional scenes in all the Marvel movies when she pops and forgets he's he was there yeah and without them telling you oh she has amnesia and she's sick and like setting it up on a tee for you and just insulting the intelligence of of the audience goers which tons of movies do even some Marvel movies do at certain points because it's just easier mm. they just they set up that whole scene they let it ride like it's a pretty long scene. And they let you get emotionally invested in it. And then they hit you with like, oh, she's losing her shit. And he's got to be right here to help her. And it's fucking sad as shit. So the romantic movie. And you got too. the conspiracy portion of it? Oh. Yeah. The movie. The War Games fucking plug. How cool was that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, The Jungle Book. What I was saying about that before. <laughs> Rudely interrupted by Mike. No. Um... We, I know Mike and I were talking about it the week after we saw it, um, and I said, like, it'd be cool to see live-action versions of a lot of those movies. Like, I made the fact that, like, seeing a live-action version of Sword in the Stone would be super dope. Seeing mm-hmm. a live-action version of, like, Aladdin would be super dope. Mm-hmm. Only bad thing about Aladdin is, like, if you can't get someone to be Robin Williams, don't fucking do it. Nah. I'm sorry, Robin Williams has made Genie the fucking coolest fucking character. And if you can't redo that, I don't want it. Well, he stole the show, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, really. I mean, yeah, it's called Aladdin, but really, people wouldn't stop for Genie. Right. And, and Abu. Abu's hilarious. And 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 uh, Iago, because Iago's hilarious, too. I'm molten over here! Um, I'm so ticked off, I'm molten. <laughs> it's fantastic. Basically, everyone but Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, I'll like, give you that. You can... <laughs> It's no whole. That's hard. what they should have called it. Is everyone but, but Aladdin? Aladdin. Yeah, it's really. Yeah, <laughs> even Marge, Magic Carpet. Was his friends weird. and Aladdin. <laughs> it's like it shouldn't be Aladdin. His friends. Nope. Nah, nah. Nope. Wait till you see his the movie. Yep. Wait movie. till you see this. Even Jasmine is more entertaining. Um, but seeing that like made me think like, Yo, Disney, you are like I think we're on the cusp of it. Like, yes, live action Cinderella. I still haven't watched it. I heard it was good, but it's like. Do it, but with the Jungle Book, I was like going into it. I was thinking it's the one that, that Kenneth Branagh did. I'm trying. Oh no, I'm thinking of um, of um, what was the one where she ends up in New York? Enchanted. Enchanted. Yeah, that's also Disney, but no, like, that, that no, I, I was trying to think if I saw Cinderella. But there's been like but no, I've seen on, I've seen Enchanted. Well, what, I'm, what I'm saying is there, but I I want the actual animated movie to be remade. Look, that's what I'm saying. They, they yeah, not like, a weird twist on it. You yeah, know? Like, no, not I know. seeing I'm, Cinderella. I don't know. If it follows. The the Cinderella animated movie. Right. Gus Gus wasn't in it. I don't want nothing. Yeah, so it means like it. I don't know if they kept the go- the you know singing mice and that stuff. So going into Jungle Book before have knowing it like knowing like did they skew it? You know, did they change away from the formula? But not have seen not having seen Jungle Book the animated movie in a long long time, it made me remember beats from that movie in it. Like they literally said, "Fuck you guys, we don't need a script. We literally don't need a script. We have one." No. Just make this live action. Find a kid and animate this shit up a little you know? bit. Make it a little. Know, I mean, really, it didn't twist it up a whole lot, though. Just, well, no, not I'm not just from saying, like remember. the dialogue. Well, like, like, well yeah, make it a little. Yeah, make it a little more. Let, you know, they included because I don't recall the wolves really. The wolves are in it. In, really, that much. Oh, maybe the no, they're a much bigger role in yeah. in this one because they, they went they couldn't expand on. They it. made the the jungle more realistic in this one. Yeah, that's what means they made it, but they didn't skew the story. They didn't be like. Oh, Mowgli is blah this and Mowgli is that and blah blah blah. You know, like they do a lot of times with that. Right. So what I'm saying is, not have seen seen the the newer Cinderella. I don't know if they changed enough of that to make it the magic that was captured in the original animated one with Gus Gus and the other mice. Like I don't think that was in it because I don't think that I don't was part think of it. it. Was in, I want to say I've seen it, but I can't. I so, can't remember it fully enough. Like it didn't stick with me yeah, enough. Yeah, I do few, remember. It was only a few years ago. But I remember that. Yeah, the mice weren't as animated as animated as they were in the original cartoon. Meaning that they they didn't have that personality traits. That they were just mice. They were mice. They could talk, but it wasn't you know goose goose. It wasn't. Uh, I don't know if that was. I don't, I don't think they're in it. But I like I said I haven't seen that that, mo- that one, so I don't know. But that's what I was worried about. Is like, did they change enough of it not to be the Jungle Book we loved? And I think I said that to you when we were driving. If they were to remake. 
Robin Hood, the the Disney one, I don't want them to do live action. I want them to to let Pixar do it or let the animation studio Disney now has that we know can make blockbuster yeah. fucking anime, uh, CG movies, you know, Big Hero 6, Wreck-It Ralph, Enchanted, uh, fr- uh, Frozen, those ones. Um, Zootopia, obviously. That's what made me think of it because, like, Zootopia, you have a, you have a fox. He's basically hmm. a modern day. You have a rabbit. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. There was a hippo. <laughs> hmm. Fuckers. But yeah, no, I want to see that. Like, I want to see them take a shot at it and be like, yo, we got a story for you. But then I was thinking about it. What was if they redid, like, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks and Chitty Chitty Bang? I know it's not Disney for all these, but Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Those ones where it was, like, that mix between live action and, and Mary animation. Poppins. Like Mary Poppins. And redo it that way, but with actual animation. And do it, I mean, obviously CG. You're not going to do hand-drawn because at this point it's never going to – it's not going to be as fast as as CG would be. You could do CG hand-drawn like through the like that flat yeah. 2D, but I want that 3D-ish feel to it. Like a Roger Rabbit done like with the real world type feel to it, you know? It would be super dope. I do recall seeing this movie now that I'm looking through the images of it. I, I did see it. It was actually – it was pretty good. It, it hit uh, – it was pretty close to at least what I know of the the story and the original cartoon. Yeah, you know, uh, but like I said, obviously they just didn't do the whole, you know, the the mice and stuff didn't have person like extreme personalities of their own. Obviously, they didn't wear hats and stuff like they and did vests. in the cartoon series. But a bow tie, one of the bow tie, right? I think so. Oh, and the glasses. But everything was put together well enough that, you know, it it was Cinderella. It was a really and it was really well done. Is that the one with movie. Julia Roberts? No, uh, it's not Julia Roberts. It's uh, Kate Blanchett who Kate plays Blanchett. Yeah, the, the... who plays uh, Cinderella. Mm. And if wait, no, no, that's not the one I'm talking about. The uh, Ken- the one directed by Kenneth Branagh of a couple years ago. Uh, God, why is IMDb not allowing me to l- to close out the fucking? I will. I will. Yeah, no, I'm not. That's not the one. The one I'm talking about is really recent. Uh, this one was 2015. Yeah. No, it wasn't there. It wasn't. Uh, there. It's Kate Blanchett, Lily James. Oh, Lily James plays Cinderella. Yeah, Kate okay, Blanchett yeah, plays the, yeah. the stepmother. Sorry. Yes, yeah, okay, that's I had more that right. Yeah. Around. I had that flipped around. Yeah, okay, that's the one. Yeah, 2015. Oh, last year. So. Yeah. Yeah, Kenneth Branagh directed that one. Yeah, that's the one I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, but it, I have seen it. It 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 is actually a pretty good movie. It's pretty pretty spot on. Like I said, the acting is is really well done. Um, evil stepmother played by Kate Blanchett was was done really okay, well. Yeah, that's the one. Then. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I said so. They, I, they, you know, the they didn't. She didn't have three fairy stepmothers or fairy fairy godmothers. I don't know if that's the original story or just the Disney oh, Helen version. Oh, Carter played it in this one, right? But yeah. but it was just her, uh, and she was very fairly funny in the the little bit uh, that she did because she was a little bit forgetful and stuff. It was it was pretty funny. Like one of them was in the in the yeah. one. Yep. But you know the she still had the the mice that turned into the chauffeurs, the pumpkin that turned into the you know uh, uh, the carriage, the the what turned into the uh, mice turned into horses Wasn't as Rob well. Stark no it the was the prince in that one uh yeah I think it was it was yeah Richard Madden yeah yeah Rob Stark that's you know me I call him by the characters names yeah, Game no. of Thrones Mike sorry I don't know oh you've seen Rob Stark you know that much yeah but no I thought it was I thought it was a really good movie so if you haven't seen it I I, I would say that you would yeah I want to see it. it's just one of those ones like we didn't like, it's one of those ones we wouldn't go adventure because it's no, it's Kinda it's not like it's a not girly movie, you know. Typically a movie that we would see, yeah. but I thought it was really well. But I, what made me interested in it is Kenneth Branagh was making it, so I was mm-hmm. like, well, I mean, I saw Thor, and Thor was dope as balls, and Kenneth Branagh made a sweet ass Shakespeare movie that I like a lot with Keanu Reeves and Denzel Washington. So what movie was that? That was a uh... Let's Do About Nothing. Let's Do About Nothing. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, we watched it together, so you have seen it. Um, we we did a torture theater with it. Did we? Yeah, didn't we do that one? No. Oh no, that was the one we had to. That was the Keanu Reeves movies, right? Yeah, go fuck yourself. Whoa. No, because I did a Scanner Darkly. Yeah, I forgot. It was a different one. Yeah, no, a different group of friends. You should watch that. No, yeah, different group of friends that you keep memorizing, and then you yell at me because I didn't see the movie, but you think I did. Okay, cool. Anyway, moving on. Not a different friend of friends. It was you guys. It was just I watched it. Uh huh. And we talked about it. Anyways, so what my point was. To this whole thing for Joe went on his range and tangent about that. Oh no, yeah, um, yeah. Before Cody almost you was know, like, "Oh no, you saw it." No, I, I calm I, I down, didn't. not so, that. I'm about just your saying. Kenneth Branagh movie. Calm down. Uh, My Kenneth Branagh. Yeah. So I was worried that it wasn't gonna be like it was. So made seeing it made me really 
like kind of excited for like the Beauty and the Beast one that's coming up with uh, Hermione. Mm-hmm. She's gonna be playing Beauty Emma and like Watson. so what? Emma Watson. Emma Watson. Yeah, like I said, Hermione Granger. Um, so like it's kind of like made me think like what else can we get out of them? Like you guys got a vault literally <laughs> filled with this shit. I would like to see uh, Sleeping Beauty, especially done in like the original scary scary type of disney that they had back then yeah like that's what i mean it's like stay true to the animated ones like you just get a live action like live action no version. i know, you know i mean I'm that's saying like, like i don't want any, them to like anything. nerf ball it or whatever you know no I mean? i'm just saying like of anything yeah. that i would want to see like that image of maleficent fighting maleficent on the like <clears throat> dragon yeah oh, stop with the fucking maleficent crap that you're seeing today yeah the garbage yeah and just they're making a sequel for yeah and just get back to the actual story women um yeah well it's because the, the women love that movie okay yeah just okay they wanted a sequel for like, some reason just like the huntsman um because that needed a sequel prequel sequel a pre-sequel Thing. pre-sequel yep um so yeah no i that that's exciting uh to me, we ran out of time for our predictions for Captain America. So we'll just spoil it for you next episode. Yeah, so join us next week. The same comes naturally time, same comes naturally channel, and we will ruin Civil War for you. Yeah. By then, all of us will have seen it. The show. Because Joe will see it on Sunday, this coming Sunday. Mm-hmm. So two days from now when you're listening to this, if you're downloading on Friday. Mike and I will have seen it Thursday night. And tweeted spoil or texted spoilers back and forth to Joe, and uh, <laughs> with a couple fake ones and like one or two real ones. Yeah, so you, you got to gotta figure out which one's which, Joe. Oh, that's um, a game I'm so not gonna play. Oh, it's gonna be awesome. I can't believe it's the kill Spider Man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they brought him back with the Lazarus Pit. Um, see, I did that. What I did is mix them. Anyways, yeah, you did. So yeah, anybody else got anything? Nope. All right, so we'll do this real quick. If you had to give it a 10-star rating, 1 to 10, what do you think, Michael, I'll go to Joe next, what would you predict you're going to give Civil War? Uh, 8.5. 8.5. Joseph? Uh, I, I mean, I could easily see take, giving take it a your... 10. I can easily see giving it a 10. I'm, I get worried when everybody uniformly loves the movie. It is now not uniformly loved, though. There are some real, I say air quotes, real critics that have not given it a really high score. I just feel like sometimes there's certain movies that are either A, cool to fucking love, or cool to hate on. You know the, what I mean? The one thing I've been seeing, I haven't read any reviews because I'm trying to go in without no. that, you know? Um, I've even tried not to watch clips, but some of them I just can't not watch. Um, but some people are saying it's the best block, like summer blockbuster movie. And I'm like, is it just that though? Or is it because it's in that time slot? Like it's the first real summer blockbuster, you know, that's coming out. Um, so it's like, but like, I've seen a lot of people saying that it's what they wanted after, after winter soldier, like winter soldier set a certain template and this needed to make that or break that, but not underdo that. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of like I'm excited. I I myself am borderline nine 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 point five maybe ten is what I'm expecting. So we'll we'll give our re ratings next week when you join us again. On comes naturally, we are Joe, Mike. I am Cody, and as usual, you guys just came naturally. Yeah. Oh, there we go.